Have you ever seen that movie? Oh, yeah. It's terrible. I don't enjoy it. It's terrible. I read the book. The book is better. It's called Skipping Christmas. And then they made the movie. And I feel like changing the title to Christmas with the Cranks just tells you everything you need to know about the movie. Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a Hallmark review podcast. I'm Megan, and I'm a longtime Hallmark movie fan. I'm Wendy. I'm a former Hallmark hater. Today we're discussing Pumpkin Pie Wars as part of our fall fan favorite movie review series. If the podcast's over and you still want more Megan and Wendy, please follow us on Instagram. You can find us in two places, at Girls Gone Hallmark and at Megan and Wendy. Calling all Hallmark Facebook fans, jump into our Facebook group. We are nearing, don't laugh, 400 members over there. I'm not laughing. That's great. It is great. Every single person. We love you. There's a... uh, Let's hit 500 by 2024. Okay. So tell your friends, guys. I'm just wondering if people are like, uh, another Facebook group. Actually, I feel like that Facebook group over there, they are invested. They watch all the movies. It's a really high quality Facebook group. So it's not just like posting memes. People say thoughtful things. Mm-hmm. What I love about this group too is last weekend there was two Hallmark movies. Yes. A Friday and a Saturday. We chose to watch one here to review for the podcast. Yes. What I love is that the group is talking about the other movie amongst themselves. Love it. And I was like, I think I have to watch that movie now. <laughs> I had written it off, and I'm not going to say what movie it is, but join the Facebook group. You'll find out what movie find we're talking out. about. We're going to just jump right into Pumpkin Pie Wars here. Let's hear a synopsis. Okay, it's kind of a long one. I pulled it from Hallmark. Are you ready? Mm. Ten years ago, Faye and Lydia each opened their own bakeries after a personal and professional fallout during a local pumpkin pie contest. Now, their children, Casey and Sam, are set to carry out the rivalry as they go head-to-head in the same contest. The only problem for these two people are... The only problem for these two people who are supposed to hate each other, they start to fall in love. Oh, my gosh. It is a complicated synopsis for a story that is a little bit complicated. You think it's complicated? It had a lot of moving parts. Okay, Fair. This movie originally premiered on October 15th, 2016. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen this movie before? Never. No. I, you know, I know your husband likes to watch the fall movies. He watched this with me last night. Had he seen it before? No. Did he enjoy it? Mm, no. Really? I'm surprised by that because I think when I think about your husband, I think that he likes the hallmark movies of your he does he had some complaints oh are you willing to share them sure okay this movie stars julie gonzalo she plays casey she has 48 acting credits including the upcoming three bed two bath one ghost which i cannot wait to watch me too i think it looks fan freaking tastic she was also recently in cut color murder jingle bell bride Flip that romance and falling for Vermont. And I would like to add a side note here. Hmm. Several listeners have DM'd us about not reviewing falling for Vermont in our 
fan favorite lineup here. Yes. And I honestly, I think the only reason we didn't choose that one is because they both starred Julie Gonzalo. And we're like, oh, let's just pick this one. Oh, they DM'd us asking, like, why we weren't. Not not to do it, but they wanted They were it like, done. why are you doing Volume for four months? Such a good movie. Nah. There's only so many weeks in September and October, y'all. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Um, Jingle Bell Bride has the distinction of being the very first review ever done for Girls Gone Home. I was trying to remember if, if that was it. Mm-hmm. You read my notes. It was there. <laughs> Megan thinks she's funny with the backstory here that she did the notes for this movie like a week ago and I had forgotten and did my own (laughs) and shared them with her. And so old. (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, I also this. Can I add this? Julie Gonzalo also starred in A Cinderella Story from 2004, a movie I really like. Is that a Lizzie McGuire Cinderella story? No. Chad Michael Murray and... um, yeah, I guess it is Lizzie McGuire. What's her real name? Hilary Duff. Yes. Yes. I love that movie. I've never seen it. What? You should watch it. Okay. I like it. Also, she was in a movie that cemented my hate for Christmas movies. Okay. And it is called Christmas with the Cranks. Uh-huh. I saw it in the movie theater. Theater. <laughs> oh, my. I remember sitting... This was from 2004, too. And I was like, ugh. I hate this movie. I hate Christmas. Like, what am I doing here? Have you ever seen that movie? Oh, yeah. It's terrible. Have you ever seen that movie? Oh, yeah. It's terrible. I don't enjoy it. It's terrible. I read the book. The book is better. It's called Skipping Christmas. And then they made the movie. And I feel like changing the title to Christmas with the Cranks just tells you everything you need to know about the movie. She plays the daughter of Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis in this movie. Yeah. Anyway, Tim Allen, why are you doing a Christmas movie outside of the Santa Claus? Right. That should be in your contract. I Okay. Moving on. Rico Aragon, formerly known as Eric Aragon, plays Sam. He has 34 acting credits, but it looks like this movie was his last role for Hallmark. Have you seen a recent photo of this man? He looks... So different. Wowie, zowie, Super alert. Wowie, zowie, alert. Yes, I saw it on his IMDb. Oh, my gosh. I went through his Instagram yesterday like a freaking stalker. He has a beautiful family, and he is on the right side of things, mm. if you know what I mean. <laughs> no. The left side of things. He's on the left side of things, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Smoking hot. This movie was written by Nina Weinman. She has 31 writing credits, including the recent Napa Ever After, Just One Kiss, which reminded me how much I love that movie. Yeah. And also Flip That Romance, which also starred Julie Gonzalez and Tyler Hines, I think, right? I've never seen Flip That Romance. Oh, boy. Stephen R. Monroe directed. He has 56 other directing credits, including Hallmark's Caribbean Summer, A Winter Getaway, and USS Christmas. Michelle Scarabelli, she plays Casey's mom, Faye, and Jennifer Juniper and Jelly plays Sam's mom, Lydia. I just thought they needed to be noted. I Absolutely. Didn't, I didn't look up their specific, did you, for this movie? <laughs> I looked up something else about them we'll discuss later. Oh, okay. The IMD readings for this movie are a 6.6 out of 10 average. I read a number of the reviews, and I'm going to tell you right now I was surprised by some of the glowing reviews this movie received, and mm. I made made me feel like Pickens must have been slim in 2016. Oh, maybe. Are you ready for first impressions? Are you telling me you didn't like this movie? 
Oh my god, what is your first impression? I want to bake some pumpkin bread. Oh my gosh, Megan made some bomb banana bread last week I when I was over here. Did it again today. I just ran out of time this morning, and then I was last night watching this. I'm like, maybe I'll make pumpkin bread instead with that streusel that you put on top. You want the streusel on the pumpkin bread oh, too? So good, so good. My first impression is: please put me out of my misery if I ever act like Faye or Lydia for ten years. 10 years. I was like, let it go. Well, I was trying to think. I was like, okay, two women who are like competing against each other. I was like, could I apply this to my life at all? Like me and you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, no, because we're not like technically competing against each other here. But like. But if you launched your own Hallmark podcast, like how long are you going to be mad? How long have we launched competing podcasts? How long are you going to be mad about that? Not very, not very long. Like we run into each other on the streets. It's going to be like, oh, you. No, never. I just, if I saw you in Target, I would turn and walk the other way. That's how I handle it. <laughs> don't you ever run into someone that you don't want to see and you turn and walk the other way? Yes, always. I'd probably do that. I don't like to make small chit chat with people I see in the streets unless, unless you're a listener of the podcast, please come up. And oh, say absolutely. Anytime. I will talk your ear off. Anytime. Yeah. Look, I'm so conflict averse that I would just be like, I would, I just don't hold it on to it for that long. Yeah. Yeah. But these women were miserable. Like, no, please. Somebody. Like, if I ever acted that way. Right? Oh, gross. Well, I'm going to answer your question right now. Okay. I struggled to come up with things that I liked about this movie because watching it, it just felt like background noise. Hmm. Now, let me, let me set the scene for you just so everyone's really clear. Yesterday, I watched two Hallmark movies. In the morning, I watched Guiding Emily. I watched it on my phone because I started watching it at 5.30 a.m. And I didn't want to turn on the television to wake up my family. And I was wrapped, like, mm-hmm. the entire time, fully engaged with that movie. Last night, my husband and I sat down to watch Pumpkin Pie Wars. And I will be honest. Sometimes I watch these movies and I got a lot of stuff going on. Like, I'm cleaning the kitchen. No, we were on the couch. The dog was asleep. It was a date night. We were hanging out. hmm had a snack. I was in the right mood. And in the right mood, but the wrong movie? Yes. Wow. So did you like anything about it? I did. I loved all the baked goods. I thought that was really fun to watch. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, and as much as I thought the feud was overblown, I did kind of like the way they made it trickle down to affect the family, especially like the... The dads. The dads. The yeah. BFF dads and their secret golfing outings. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. That's all. Wow. Okay, well, I have a big list. Let's hear them. This movie was 100% all fall vibes. Yes. And we don't get a ton of fall-themed movies, so I was here for it yes we got leaves pumpkins fall colors baked goods carnivals like so pleasingly aesthetically those words don't go together (laughs) it's gotta flip aesthetically pleasing thank you it just made me yearn for a fall festival yeah i was like please if there are any listeners in the southern california area and there's like a great fall festival i need to know what it is because i want to go to it I just want, like, those feelings. And this movie did that for me. I really enjoyed Julie Gonzalo. Loved her. I agree. She was the absolute highlight of this movie. I just learned that she and Chris McNally are a real-life couple. What? And they just had a baby. 
Did not know that. And the both of them are in three bed, two bath. Oh, I'm even ghost. more excited about that movie. Yes. I didn't know that they were together. I just, somebody came in the DMs the other day and was like, hey, did you know that? Love it. I was like, awesome. Um, She's not in nearly enough Hallmark movies for, for me. I didn't see Color Cut, whatever it was called, Color Cut Murder. I, that's from like this year, I believe. Maybe, maybe last year. Really? I don't know. Can you look it up? Yeah. Keep telling me what else you liked. All right. Rico slash Eric. I think he's so good looking. I already established that. I really enjoyed them together as a pair. I thought they, what is that face? I thought they truly cared for each other. It was totally believable. Now, now, the enemies to a lover trope. I didn't think they leaned too heavily into it. I thought Nina wrote a really nice job in this script of of making these characters, like, think they had to, like, not like each other. But then they were adult enough to realize that they could have a relationship even though their families didn't get along. I agree with you there. I have been complaining a lot about this enemies to lovers nonsense and it goes too hard. And I think you're exactly right. They knew they weren't supposed to be friends and they bantered a little bit. I thought it was very tongue in cheek. Mean spirit. Yes. Agree with you 100%. Cut color murder is from 2022. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. I thought their like enemy portion of the movie was very like, okay, we're going to play along with like, we are not supposed to get along with each other. But here, okay. Yeah. I agree with that. But you didn't like them together as a couple? I thought he was so caring. Like, they both, like, it was a little transactional with the, like, I can help you with your budget. Was it a budget? No, business plan. (laughs) Oh, business plan. I can help you with your business plan. You can help me bake. I liked that. I thought... Julie Gonzalo was a significantly stronger actor than Rico Aragon. Oh, okay. Still hot. I thought he was very sweet. I did like that they helped each other out. Okay. All right. We mentioned this earlier. I like the dads and their relationship. I thought that was very sweet. I enjoyed the twist at the end. I wasn't sure how they were going to wrap it up because one of them needed to lose. Yeah. When she went into the bakery and like goes to the bathroom, she's like, oh, just kidding. I got to go. Did you think something was up with that lady? I felt bad for that lady because she had been like, she had just told Casey like, I'm lonely or something like that. Like Mm. she was missing her friend Faye because Faye wasn't in the bakery that day. I don't know. I felt bad for her and i thought well it was just some side storyline i didn't even put the two and two together that this lady was going to steal some recipe i knew something was up but i didn't know what she had done when she like went to the bathroom and came back and she leaves without her scone yeah you know when things happen in movies that don't seem relevant you just let it go yeah Mm -hmm. that's that's how i felt but i did like that they threw in this like third party disruption because there would have been consequences to one of them losing yeah, so my husband and I were watching it, and he kept, like, guessing. Like, there was a moment where she's on the ladder, and he's like, oh, she's going to fall, and he's going to catch her. And, of mm. course, she falls, and he catches her. Yeah, I hate that stuff. And so I was like, hey, what do you think the conflict is going to be? Because I was like, oh, I think, you know, like, the mothers are going to find out, and then 
they're going to work to keep them apart. I thought the way they made that conflict work was nice. I, I That's great so writing on Nina Weinman's part. I agree. Um, so while I didn't love Faye and Lydia, I did appreciate the conversation they finally have at the end where they like lay all their cards on the table. They tell each other how they felt and how it got messy. And like prior to seeing this scene, like I hate a woman on woman storyline. Mm. I remember you and I went to a conference a long time ago and it was like all boats rise if we help each other. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And I hate to see like women pitted against each mm-hmm. other. I just can't stand it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if anybody saw the Barbie movie this summer, like we had enough shit women go through. Working against like us. stop. Sure. So anyway, I was glad that they had this meeting of minds. Yeah. So that made me happy. Finally, I love the Kelsey Ballerini song at the beginning. Yeah. It's called Peter Pan. Not sure how it's relevant to this movie, though, because, like, that song Peter Pan is, like, about a dude who doesn't grow up. Right. Has nothing to do with this movie. No, it just kind of set the scene with the vibe of the song. But sure. the lyrics don't. You ready to talk what you wished for? Sure. Look, I refuse to believe the daughter of a baker is this inept in the kitchen. Mm. Doesn't know how to turn the mixer on. Doesn't Not to turn it on 12. <laughs> from 1 to 12. <laughs> Come on. No, you know, in that whole scene, her, the mom was like, I said mix, not stir. And I was like, hmm, yeah. that's new news to me. Yeah. Like if I'm making not from scratch, but like a box of brownies and it says mix, I'm still stirring it with like a spoon. I'm not getting the mixer out to mix the brownies. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you would ever use a mixer for brownies. So is that honest. real baking terminology then? I don't know, Stir Baker's versus way in. mix. Yes, please send us your emails. Jump into our Facebook group. Thought that was so weird. I wanted more heat. We had heat in the kitchen. Not enough between the stars. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Like I said earlier, I thought that it was, they were a little bit transactional. I just, I thought they were like sweet together. There was no heat though. Agree. Okay. Is that it? That's all you wish for? Yeah. Okay. So Faye and Lydia were so over the top in this movie with their hatred for each other. Like, why are you living like that? Like, with so much hate in your heart. Yes. Right? Forgiveness is for you, not for the other person. That's what a therapist will tell you. Ugh. And then I just thought they were so unlikable. For example, Lydia was so incredibly unsupportive of her son Sam's ambition. Yes. Like, the dude went to... Le Cordon Bleu? I don't know. I don't know if they actually even mentioned it, but he went away to, to learn how to school. be a chef. Yeah. And now he's just going to come back and work in, like, the family bakery. And she says to him, like, this bakery is your legacy. I'm like, no, it's not. Parents, don't do that to your children. Yeah. Let them have their own lives. Yes. Ooh. And then they... Puts so much pressure on Casey to basically save the dwindling business. She's like, well, you're now like, they even said the face of the bakery. Like, so she's out at the hotels trying to get like Mm -hmm. more business for her. Mm -hmm. I'm like, the face of the bakery, doesn't she do the books for She went to Wharton and is doing the freaking bookkeeping for this bakery now right but now she's transitioning into like being the face like she's the baker of the bakery now yeah make it make sense for me yeah i can't to me a person who goes to wharton and has like a business degree should be making like real dollars somewhere right i didn't like this part of the movie about that 
Yeah, because she says, like, oh, I own a bakery. So for some reason, she, like, co-owns this bakery with her mother. Like, that was your Since dream when? to come home and run the family business? Yeah, I don't get it. You didn't go to business school to be able to do that. No. No. I've got, did you see that? Okay, I'm ready for it. Okay. I have a few, too, but go ahead. One is according to IMDb. Mm. The fields in the opening shot are full of CGI pumpkins. If you pause, Ooh. this is from IMDb, re- pausing the action reveals that there are only a handful of pumpkin images that have been copy and pasted over and over, made to look different by flipping, resizing, and mirroring. In many spots, several of an identical image are even bunched together with no effort made to differentiate between them. <laughs> How quick is this? Is the opening scene, though? Like, are they just like seconds. fast, like... They're like panning over a field of pumpkins. But I read this before I watched the movie, and I was like, it was a little rough. Oh, I'm going to have to go back and see that. Sam is teaching Casey to bake, and they're in the bakery, and they've just mixed something. And she's like, yeah, I need to call it a night. And they take off their aprons. They hang them up. There's literally batter in her mixing bowl. All of the ingredients, including butter, are just on the counter. They hang up their aprons, and they leave. That doesn't make any sense to me. (laughs) They didn't bake anything. They didn't clean up. They leave batter full of ingredients that are going to go bad on the counter yeah like i imagine like the bakers who arrive at 4 a.m tomorrow morning are gonna be like what the hell happened well, here that was another scene there's a moment when they stay overnight in mm-hmm. the bakery and they're coming outside it's light people are on the streets like they're running into their dads coming back from golfing which what time is it some people golf at like early tea times but earlier than six no it takes three hours to yeah, go it has to be at least 9 a.m at that point it doesn't make sense but <laughs> They're leaving, let's say it's 6 a.m. As you mentioned, the someone would have had to come in and do all of the overnight baking and would have caught them in the bakery. Yeah. In the first round of the bake-off, not in the very beginning, but with Sam and Casey baking, they bake. They all bake bread. Mm-hmm. They have one hour. Mm-hmm. It takes a full hour for a loaf of bread like that to bake. Okay. They have one hour start to finish. You cannot... Mix the bread, get it in the oven, get it cool enough to slice in one hour. It's going to be raw in the middle? Yes. They should have made muffins or mini loaves mm. or something that would take like 20 minutes. Mm. You still need a lot of cooling time for something like that. I got to say, I don't ever recall seeing an oven at the Bake Off. No, they did. They had those big, they had ovens, like oh, okay. double door ovens behind them, which okay. I thought was, I, how did they get them there? They were like industrial ovens, so they wheel them from their bakery. I Where don't know. was the Bake Off happening at? It looked in like some town square because there was all that seating. Yeah. I don't, okay. All right. Now, I'd like to talk about a few characters in this movie. Okay. And the actors who play them. Okay. Jennifer, Jupiter, and Jelly. Yes. Plays Lydia. Sam's mom. Sam's mom. At one point, my husband goes, she was like eight years old when she had him, which led me to this Google search. <laughs> Jennifer Jupiter Angeli is 50 years old today. Oh, wow. Okay. Eric slash Rico Aragon is 40 today. <laughs> she literally was 10 years old. Oh, that's funny. Michelle Scarabelli is 68. Okay. So this is one of those things where we've taken any woman over the age of 40 and we're like, you're the grandma role. You're old. You're old. Yeah. I have one. Okay. And it's mostly a complaint. Mm. Why can't Faye bake sitting down? <laughs> okay. She's got like a broken what? Ankle, yeah, like leg, get her what? A, get her a chair so she can at least like. You can still stir sitting down. Yes. Have your daughter put it in the oven for you. She could supervise. She could stir. She could be present. I, I didn't get it. And also she was someone who was supposed to be resting and off her feet. 
the woman is up and on crutches a lot. And they're on constantly yelling at her about it. Yes. Put her in a scooter. Yeah. A knee scooter. Something. Yeah. A, what are those sit-down ones? Something. A rascal? A rascal. That's all. All right. Let's rate Pumpkin Pie Wars. My note here says, really enjoy this one. I give it four stars. I liked it. I have to lift my head up from the table. <laughs> 2.5s. Oh, my God, you guys. Please weigh in and let us know. Shocked if you, you are this movie so much. Team Megan with 2.5 stars or Team Wendy. They're going to rip me apart in the Facebook stars. group because they go hard for these fan favorite movies. <laughs> I would probably watch it again. I would definitely put it on while I'm baking some bread. Wow. Okay. Sorry. All right. Well, whether you're a Megan or a Wendy and your feelings about this movie, we appreciate you listening to Girls Gone Hallmark. If you listen in the Apple Podcast app, we would love for you to take an extra 30 seconds out of your day and open up that app and leave Girls Gone Hallmark a rating and a review. We know there are far more listeners than there are reviews. So... That can be your little gift to us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.